Tuesday Twitter. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Hope you're good. I'm stretching my ass. It's early. Got up early. That's what you do now. You got to get up early, especially if your partner gets up early. Whew. My partner's getting up early because of the... uh, She has four (laughs) demanding... uh, servants who need to be get their food and they need to go outside and they need to get their hugs and kisses in the morning mmm roll bam yeah so she's there's barking right away 530 every morning from the king uh, I think I've talked about the pets here but we got Chaco and then we have cozy and then we have the cats who are Tulo and periwinkle and the cats are like, whatever. They just, you know, one, uh, Tula likes to come and sit on your face. That's about it. You know, like, and, you know, you hear that, that, that motor hum on your chest, which is, which is actually pretty cool. But, uh, but Chaco, he needs love at 5.30 and they need their food. So he's just bark, bark, bark. He also has that pattern of barking. Bark, bark, bark. Wait five seconds. Bark, bark, bark. I don't know if you can hear it, he's barking, he's barking right now. But anyways, good morning. It's going to be a great week ahead of us once again. Uh, it's been great weather here in the heart of Canada, Winnipeg, Manitoba. That's where I'm from. That's where the show originates. I wonder why. It's called the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. You're like, oh, we thought you were in Brandon. Um, and I don't really have much on the agenda today, but I thought it'd be interesting uh, to go over the Golden Globes and find out what the hell the Golden Globes are, because uh, the Golden Globes is like the first major award show of the season. Uh, I mean, of the year, I guess, for all the media, movies, and TV from 2022, right? And the funny thing is, I didn't really see a lot, because I don't really watched a lot of streaming shows but I did catch a couple of movies that were nominated and uh, I thought uh, I see that there were some winners so I thought what the hell you know like I've seen like Jennifer Coolidge I know her acceptance speech and presentation of an award was uh, trending and there was a few other highlights of the show that were so I saw clips um, what Ki-Hui Kwong, is that his name? God damn it. Short round from Indiana Jones. He had a, uh, I did see his acceptance speech, which, which, you know, is like, he's just such a sensitive, cool dude. (laughs) You know? If you listen to his interview with Q, he's just like, so humble and just appreciative of where he is today and how he got a second chance and it's paid off for him and blah, blah, blah. So let's check out, okay, Golden Globes, because I always thought, the Academy Awards was the big thing, but then everyone says the Golden Globes is what uh, will predict who wins the Academy Awards, or something like that. So the Golden Globe. Personally, I like the People's Choice Awards, or what is it? The uh, what was on SCTV? Oh, what was the SCTV Awards? I gotta pause it and look that one up. That that was funny. The People's Global Golden Choice Awards was the SCTV award shows, and they had, here's a little clip from YouTube, five neat guys. Welcome back to the People's Global Golden Choice Awards. I love the five neat guys. I really wish that was an album you could buy. Oh, 
awesome. Spend the whole summer with I know I've already talked about Five Mikas. In comes the kid, the film didn't hit the skids, and that's why that flick was so great. Okay. But that's neat. I didn't, I forgot that they were on, uh, they're doing a medley of the best pictures on Golden Pond. Jesus, that's old. The 80s, early 80s. All right, back on track. The Golden Globe Awards. Uh, the 80th Golden Globe Awards. Uh, click here to relive our... Uh, Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna have to pause this again because I don't want to just have you sitting here going, Get to it already! Come on! We want to know what they are! So hold on. The Golden Globe Awards are accolades bestowed by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association, starting in January 1944, recognizing excellence in both American and international film and television. Beginning in 2022, there are 105 members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Foreign Press? Well, who are they then? The Hollywood Foreign Press Association is a non-profit organization of journalists and photographers who report on the American entertainment industry. Really? So it's like the media voting for people? Why would that be more important than the actual actors say? I think that's the Academy Awards, right? They, they, the, it's the union members that vote, right? So let's see here. Um, it is best known for founding and conducting the annual Golden Globe Awards, blah, blah, blah. Uh, which honors notable achievements in film and television. Okay, well, that doesn't really... I don't get it. Why is it so important? The Hollywood Foreign Press Association, it seems like they're just... Hey, let's create an event where a whole bunch of celebrities will show up and then we can shoot the shit out of them and do articles and give us business, right? Isn't that, isn't that the whole idea? And the trophy itself is... Uh, it's just a... It's a it's a globe on a, on a, on a, on a pillar. It looks kind of lame. I don't know. All right, well, whatever. Golden Globes, people love them, so let's check it out. Winners and nominees, 2023. And away we go. Best film, drama, The Fablemans. Didn't see it. Best film, musical or comedy, The Banshees of Anishirin, which was an awesome film. Absolutely loved it, but I didn't think it beat everything everywhere all at once. Ooh, which was nominated? Best TV series drama, House of the Dragon. Not only have I not seen it, I have never heard of it. <laughs> That's too bad. Ah, oh, better call Saul. You gotta love Bob Odenkirk. The best part about living with somebody uh, is you can go on your back catalog of film you own and share what you love with the other, with your partner. And that's what I've been doing with Mr. Show because Carolyn's a huge Better Call Saul fan, but has not seen it. So that's really, that's pretty cool. Next, best TV series, musical or comedy, Abbott Elementary, winner. I have not seen it. It beat The Bear. The Bear was awesome. Only Murders in the Building? Oh, that's great too. Abbott Elementary, whatever. Best limited series, anthology series, or TV movie. The White Lotus, Sicily. Winner. Now that's everyone's talking about the White Lotus. I have not seen it. Um, yeah, I'm glad Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, didn't win. I didn't like that he was being glorified. He's a monster. Best actor in, t in a TV series drama. Jeff Bridges. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Kevin Costner. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Haven't seen it. <laughs> but once again, this is. He beat Bob Odenkirk. Come on. Ah. 
God damn it. Best actor in a limited series or TV movie, Evan Peters for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Oh, I do admit he looked like the dude. Is that it? Best actor who looked like a monster? Best actress in a limited series or TV movie, Amanda Seyfried. Is that right? The Dropout winner. I don't know it. I think I remember her from something. See, this is what I mean. I really don't. I'm not up to date on all this. I still watch 90s TV. Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or TV Movie, Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus. <laughs> Does everyone do a Jennifer Coolidge impression now? I can't believe I won this thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. She's great. You know, only recently did someone point out, or I'm sure it was on TikTok, that she was on an episode of Seinfeld. You know, the, she was the masseuse in the episode where Jerry wants to get a massage and he's dating this woman only for the massages or whatever. And uh, I was like, holy shit, that's Jennifer Coolidge? You can see it now, but it just, I didn't put the two and two together, right? Congratulations, Miss Coolidge. Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie, Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird. Don't know it. Best Screenplay, Martin McDonnell for The Banshees of Anishirin. Uh, Anishirin, a winner. Oh, that's great. Yeah. For best screenplay, it was a hell of a movie. Really, it's it's a very slow, slow paced. You're like, what? And some things you're just like, what? And other things you're like, whoa, what? Anyway, best director Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. Well, you kind of you, you could probably you could probably win it without even releasing a movie. He's that good. Just kidding. I cannot believe everything, everywhere, all at once did not win best director too. Like it was so good. Ugh. Oh well, I guess I am no, I'm no press agent. Best non-English language film, Argentina, 1985. Winner, yeah, I don't know. The other non-English language films from India, Germany, Belgium, South Korea. Argentina, the big winner. Best actress, okay, here we go. Kate Blanchett for Tear, Tar, Tar with an Asante Gue. Best Supporting Actress in a TV Series, Julia Garner for Ozark. Now, there's another show which I really would love to check out because everyone's talking about Ozark and Jason Bateman's in it. And he, who doesn't love Jason Bateman? He's so great in everything he does. Best Supporting Actor, finally, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Ki Hui Kwong. Ki Hu Kwong. I hope I'm saying that right. Everything Everywhere All at Once. He's awesome. Of course, we all love him from the Goonies. And uh, Temple of Doom, and so it was just gr what a great comeback! If you can go check out his acceptance speech, it's fucking phenomenal. Best supporting actress Angela ba Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen Black Panther. It's a Marvel movie. I've only seen about half of them. Some I've just saved because my boy wanted to watch it with me, and that happened to be one of them. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis was. Nominated, she's so great in uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Or E E A A O, <laughs> E A O, she's great in E A O. Best supporting actor in a TV series, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. What is this show that I've never heard of? Oh, Henry Winkler didn't win for Barry. Haven't seen Barry. God damn, I'm really behind. Best original score, Justin Hurwitz for Babylon. Don't know it. Best original song, Natu Natu. Kala, oh goodness, Barava, M.M. Karavni, and Rahul Seplengunj for, oh, huh? 
uh, for RRR. I don't, that's, yeesh, I don't know any of that. Best actor in a TV series, Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Hey, he won. He's so good. I'm assuming that's the lead guy, Jeremy Allen White. He's awesome. It was just a great show. Check out that series. Best actress in a TV series, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. Ooh, best actor, Colin Farrell, of course, for The Banshees of Anishirin. Great, he's awesome in it. Best actress, Michelle Yao, for everything, everywhere, all at once. She is amazing in that movie. Best animated film, Pinocchio. Wow, haven't seen it. <laughs> best, this should be the haven't seen it awards. I'm going to speed this up, too. This is taking a long time. Best Actor Drama, Austin Butler for Elvis. Uh, I think he hosted uh, SNL, and uh, yeah, he definitely did. He beat Ben Brendan Fraser. I thought he was the darling. I got to see The Whale. Best Actress in a TV Series Drama, uh, Zendaya for Euphoria. Now, that's the uh, Spider-Man actress. I haven't seen Euphoria, but I... I think it's the one that glorifies cocaine. <laughs> From what I've heard, I don't think, uh, I don't know if that's the case. But uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about this 5D, guys? Oh, reds, like dead reds for me. Yeah, <laughs> why don't we have reds? Reds, best picture. Haven't seen it. <laughs> Even after all, 40 years later, still haven't seen reds. And I will not say it. Um, although I am watching more, I'm gonna go see more movies this year. I'm gonna try to get them in and more more shows. You know, cause it's like uh, when you're living with uh, your favorite person in the world, there's a lot of date nights. So that's what we got to do. There, um, you know, I we are actually watching one that um, called Skinamarink. It's like this Canadian director, I believe, a, a horror film. And we started watching it, and it is creepy as fuck, people. Skinamarink. And has nothing to do with the, the Skinamarinky Dinky Dink. This movie is, it's a hard watch, because it's just really creepy. And the camera angles are just, what? What? It, it keeps you away from the subject matter, and it just kind of like, you know, like in Reservoir Dogs, when... Uh, this could be a spoiler alert, I guess, but it came out so long ago. Uh, in Reservoir Dogs, when they, when uh, the, you know, he's cutting the ear off, Mr. Blonde, I think, is cutting the ear off the cop, but they don't show it, they pan away from it, and you just hear the action. So, with, with this in Skinamarink, the camera shots are like of door frames and the floor and the, the nightlight, and it, but the, the problem is not a lot is going on <laughs> and so and so we've tried we've we've tried watching it a couple nights and we we just like okay we got to go to bed like it's it looks so good but it's the the horror is not be, being interested enough to <laughs> to watch the, the ending so it's kind of funny in that sense but no i i, I recommend it especially if you're one of those people who just like you know art films because as I said, it feels so creepy, but at the same time, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? So, but maybe you know, it's kind of like Andor. Everyone's like, oh, Andor. I didn't see them winning any fucking Golden Globes. How about that? But everyone's like, loves Andor the series. That's all I hear about how great it is. But you have to get past the first couple of episodes. Well, I did not, and I'm not gonna. 
Because <laughs> you had your chance, Andor, with me. No, I stopped it. I think I'm stopping all Star Wars. No, that's not true, because Mandalorian's coming out, and I like the Clone Wars and Bad Batch and blah, 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 blah. Mmm. Robin. So, that being said, let's cut it. Let's cut it now. Um, the Mantle Money Shot Podcast. That's this show you're listening to. I come out twice a week on Tuesdays, on Fridays. Plus, a third show is now added on Sundays. The Sunday Swallow, where I gulp, eat my words, make an apology to someone who I think deserves it from me because I'm always fucking up in life and apologies must be put behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Ka-ching! Join the Patreon for a dollar a month and you have access to uh, an extra episode a week called The Sunday Swallow. And uh, other than that, hey, listen, hey, have a great week. Uh, come back on Friday for Friday. Subscribe on SoundCloud. That's our home base, the Mantle My Shop podcast. And check out the playlist because I have interviews with uh, around 70 cool, talented, outstanding Manitoba artists. And it's just awesome. Hotel Manitoba, go check that out. Join the social medias on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, Ron George Moore, and of course to patreon.com slash Ron George Moore. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. And until the weather, bye. I want to.